Welcome to Global Maritime News, the podcast, bringing you the most impactful news reports and analysis across the global shipping and supply chain industry over the past half week. I'm Levine, your host, and as of Sunday, the 30th of January, 5 p.m. Singapore time, these are the major stories. Chinese furniture maker LockTech have ordered their own container ship, and this move is believed to be the first in the industry. Singapore shipyard giants Keppel Offshore and Marine and Semcorp Marine set a Q1 target this year for a merger agreement. And over in Malaysia, Tanjung Palapa's port aims to invest a record 168 million US dollars after a record performing year in 2021. Also, the brewing conflict between Russia and Ukraine could have impacts on the maritime industry in terms of affecting LNG trades within the wider community. Maersk has released all of its and finally, and finally, Maersk has released all of its weather data it collected over the past decade into the public domain, and this can help oceanographers and climate scientists in better gauging how climates and weathers will perform in the future. So starting off, supply chain woes have caused the Chinese furniture maker LockTech into ordering their own container ship. Believed to be an industry first, the Shenzhen-listed ergonomic furniture manufacturer and retailer is ordering their own 1,800 TU box ship. LockTech said in a regulatory filing that it has signed a contract with domestic shipbuilder Huanghai Shipbuilding with delivery scheduled for March 2023. Explaining the container ship purchase, LockTech stated that it purchased the container ship to increase its competitiveness and to accelerate the development of its overseas business. Since the pandemic, the efficiency of global ports has been low, which has thus affected the supply chain. Global commerce and online trading, on the other hand, has been booming and is especially true given its online retail businesses' rapid growth and the need to deliver products to customers as quickly as possible. This does not come as a surprise as we have seen unprecedented disruptions in the liner system with the Swedish with Swedish furniture giant IKEA and US Swedish with Swedish furniture giant IKEA and US retail giant and US retail giants Walmart and Costco all developing innovative solutions to overcome these supply chain woes. Next up, after the news of the European Commission blocking a merger between South Korean shipbuilders earlier this month, Singapore shipyard giants Keppel Offshore and Marine and Semcorp Marine have set a Q1 target this year for a merger agreement. With hefty profits from 2021 in hand for Keppel Offshore and Marine, progress is being made in a merger deal to create a mega yard group. Elaborating further on the merger, Lo Xinhua, chief executive of Keppel Corporation, which is Keppel Offshore and Marine's parent, said that the transaction was highly complex and that both parties involved in the merger were taking more time to do their due diligence. He explained that both parties believe that this merger is a deal that can be beneficial to all parties and that they were working towards coming to a definitive agreement by the first quarter of this year. Moving on to the other side of the Johor Straits, in Malaysia, Tanjong Palapa's port aims to invest a record of 168 million US dollars after a record performing year in 2021. The Malaysian port of Tanjung Palapas through a joint venture between APM Terminals and the MMC Group will invest more than $162 million this year to expand its capacity. 
Tanjung Palapas became Malaysia's first container terminal to surpass 11 million TEU volume in a single year last month. They recorded a total volume of 11.2 million TEUs at the end of 2021, a 14% increase from 9.8 million TEUs in 2020. In a media statement, Malaysian Transport Minister Datuk Siri Dr. Wee Ka Song said that at a time when other ports around the world are still reeling from the impact of various business and operational issues caused by the pandemic, these include rising freight costs, port congestion, and vessel blockages, PTP has demonstrated great resilience in navigating these challenges. Through this investment, the port capacity will grow from 11.5 million TEUs to 12.5 million TEUs within the next six months. The port will also receive 18 new quayside and yard cranes as well as ongoing port expansion. Over in Europe, the brewing conflict between Russia and Ukraine could have impacts on the maritime industry in terms of affecting commodity and LNG trades. With Russian soldiers massing at the Ukrainian border and many expecting an invasion, Evercore analyst Sean Morgan believes that the U.S. and its allies will likely respond with restrictions on Russian gas exports if Russia strikes. The sanctions would affect a market with little available gas for export, forcing the European Union to seek a new source for more than 40% of its LNG and depleting supplies. The analyst wrote that the unfortunate reality is that a confined confrontation between Russia and Ukraine would almost certainly favor U.S. LNG producers. This is because the U.S. has a very strong alliance of NATO and other global security partners, which account for more than half of all LNG imports globally. If Russia invades Ukraine, economic embargoes aimed at Russia will certainly be followed by Western European, NATO, and other U.S. security partners, which will raise the cost of gas in Europe and imported LNG elsewhere. Due to the tight market, Netherlands' TTF prices increased to nearly 60 US dollars per metric million British thermal units in December. The price is still higher than the Asian JKM benchmark, while US prices are rising. Sanctions appear unlikely in the U.S. until Russia takes military action against Ukraine. And just before we go, earlier this week, Maersk announced that they were releasing all past and future weather data collected by its ships into the public domain, allowing the scientific community to use it for free. According to Maersk, the data has been collected by its vessels since 2012, and the release increases publicly available ocean weather data by 28%. The goal of this is to aid climate research and weather forecasting by providing scientists with an abundance of weather data from the world's oceans, where ground-level data coverage is limited. The majority of current data comes from satellite observations and met-ocean buoys, both of which have limitations. The long series of observations, according to Maersk, will provide climate scientists with a better picture of how surface-level ocean conditions have changed over the past 10 years. The data, which includes over 9 million individual observations, will be shared through the Global Ocean Observing System, which is jointly run by UNESCO and the World Meteorological Organization. The data set will continue to grow as a result of the 7,000 daily observations collected by MERSC's 300 owned vessels. Welcoming the data release were researchers at the Helmholtz Center for Ocean Research in Germany. Dr. Johannes Carstensen, a physical oceanographer at the center, shared that this unique data will aid in not only better constraining past ocean surface conditions, but also in improving future predictions ranging from weather to climate.
And that is all for now. If you want to comment on this podcast and the topics that we have covered, you can send us an email. The address is maritimenewspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Global Maritime News. Over here in Singapore, we will be celebrating the Lunar New Year this week. So this podcast will be taking a break this Thursday, and our next episode will be out on Sunday. So we wish all of our listeners a happy Lunar New Year and a good break. I'm Levine Tan, your host, and until next time, goodbye.